So now keep it locked to your number one favorite station. Turn your radio up. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is one we've been contemplating for quite some time, but finally got around to it. It is Selena Gomez. And in my opinion, she's like, I was telling Kathy before the show, the modern day Britney Spears, in my opinion. Her pop hits have been like really classic the last few years. And also her albums have been really chart toppers. Her popularity has majorly increased since she turned 19, 20 years old. Continues to evolve as an artist, even though she's pop. I think she's very original, broad, and unique in her own way. Very lighthearted and sweet as well. Becca Shea, one of the biggest Christian pop stars now in the uh, independent scene. We're gonna see how her talents compare to Miss Selena Gomez. All right, we're gonna get started with round numero uno. And this is Come and Get It by Selena Gomez. Here we go. by Selena Gomez with that lovely, lovely Indian sounding sample. Up against Show Me by Becca Shea. up against Come and Get It by Selena Gomez. I think Come and Get It had a much more bigger sounding beat and production, but uh, I think one time we had Show Me against a Rihanna song, and I think that matches Rihanna's style more than Selena's in that. Again, Becca Shea has a way more stronger message. I think they both delivered it lyrically and tactically equally though. Vocals and song-wise, they're even, but production, it's way bigger on Come and Get It. Even though I strongly feel the Show Me message, like I said before, is a great message for the end times. I'm going to go with Selena on that. 
that one. I feel like I'm going to have to give this one to Selena Gomez, because I feel like it's more interesting and more clever. Becca Shea, she did pretty good, but I feel like she could have done better creativity-wise and production-wise. So that was a Selena Gomez win on round numero uno. They both had that Asian thing going, but let's see how we switch gears for these final two rounds. One up for Selena. Here we go. Round number two, Becca Shea with Destiny. Destiny by Becca Shea up against Stars Dance by Selena Gomez. Dance by Selena Gomez up against Destiny by Becca Shea. As we could tell, if y'all could see the album covers, they both have that Asian dress code thing going on both covers. Just as a info for those of you who don't know, I think I might have mentioned this before, Becca Shea's husband actually is her producer. But once again, here we go with the same dilemma. Selena's Gomez beat sounded bigger. I think this is a budget thing because Becca Shea's budget is nowhere near the comparison to Selena Gomez's budget. So in my opinion, if Becca Shea had the same budget, she could sound equally as good if not way better than Selena Gomez or be selling as many albums again song wise melodically and lyrically they're even again on this round for me but that production again has the edge on Selena's even if one thing stands out on the other one then it has to take my vote so fortunately I love you Becca but this is also gonna be a Selena win for me I think I'm gonna do a toss-up just cuz I can't I don't know I feel like they're both really good and what you were saying with the budget thing I don't know but I feel like with Becca, with her budget that she has now, and it's nowhere near Selena's, I feel like she's really close behind with her beats and everything. And I think I can't choose, so I'm going to have to do a toss-up. By the way, her husband has also produced uh, for Toby Mac. Another cold night, another late flight. It's almost showtime and diversity's waiting on me. We got a packed house. 
crowd is calling out They want the beat to drop But what we really need is you and done remixes for him. So despite their amazing pop talents, I just wish they had a much bigger budget to work with. That has been a, another Selena win because my vote overrules Kathy's toss up. So we're gonna get into the final round. Can Becca get some consolation or did Selena get a whitewash victory over Becca? Here we go, let's find out. Sick of You by Selena Gomez. Not when it comes to you Open up for the first time and you can bet that it's the last time And I'm cool with laying low It's Saturday night and I'm staying home I'm feeling good for the first time It's been a while since the last time I'll wait goodbye when you say hello Whoa. I'm sick of the sleepless never-ending night I just don't care who is wrong or right I'm sick of the rumors and the alibis Selena Gomez dedication there to Justin Bieber. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Sick of You by Selena Gomez up against Life by Becca Shea. Got my love glasses on, glasses on, on. Got my love glasses on, on, on. Here I go, I'm on my, my way. I see more clearly and I feel strong. Life by Becca Shea up against Sick of You by Selena Gomez. I think finally on this final round, Becca Shea has my vote. And the reason why is because Sick of You is an amazing song, great catchiness, nice little pop rock edge tease in there too. It has major replay value for me, but next to Life, Life sounds like it has something more to it. A refreshing sound. I don't know what it is. I think I'm gonna give this to Becca Shea just cause I don't really know what made it better. I feel like maybe just God's creativity in there. I don't know, just, it's just, it sounds better. It sounds more like life, what she's trying to portray. Maybe we're preferring a full and blessed life over revenge and sick of you. <laughs> but yeah, but I don't know what it was, but it must, must have been the spirit. I don't know. So that was Life by Becca Shea winning on the last one. So I'm just going to ask for Kathy's final comments on what she thinks about Becca Shea. Any observations she may have had across the show? There was a song in Becca Shea that said we have to rise or something. Where are the Christians? But, 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 And one thing that I liked about it's an observation is pastor at our church he shared a word and he said Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 it said rise and I will rise 
You are not what the media impose on you. God made you and he rose for you, so you rise. It's a beautiful rise back up Your time has come and the glory of God will come upon you. Imagine on the day of the vote, if all the churches in the U.S. all went to the White House protesting, maybe not even using like verses or not yelling at people, but let's say you, everyone dressed, like all the women dressed in wedding gowns, like maybe like cheap ones, and all the men dressed in like tuxedos, and all them just saying, we believe in true families. You're not, we're not hurting anyone's feelings. We're not using the Bible to really criticize anyone. Jesus came to redeem the world, not condemn it. And I feel like there's a fine line between loving gays and accepting what they're doing and letting them govern us. I don't think that's it, no. And I feel like because we're too quiet, the church is sleeping. No one can say that all the churches around the entire U.S. fasted on that day. Like, I'll be honest, I didn't fast. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't really even pray about that. I prayed about other things, but not that, you know? Like, I didn't know because we weren't united, you know? And the thing is, the vote was five to four. Some pastors, they're telling me they're like older now, like 80s, 90s around there, or 70s. They're telling me before when they would start school, they would pray before and how they would read a psalm. And because one couple complained in New York that stopped the entire country. Just one couple. The minority, because we're just not. That's all it took was one couple. That's all it took to just ruin it, you know? And, and it's so crazy how we've just been so, like, sleeping. And, and that's why also this summer our church is going to do, like, evangelism and try to win as many people as we can to God and just ask God, you know, give us one chance. Let us try. Let us talk to these people about you and and. And really, because God, God's judgment's going to come, and that's what Pastor Franklin Graham was talking about. And we have to be prepared for, you know, persecution. But it's sort of our fault, too. It's not just theirs, because we let it happen. It could have happened later. It didn't have to happen so soon, or, like, we could have stopped this. We could have, but we didn't, and it's happening. And it sucks, because I feel like this nation was, it was looking at God directly in the eye, and they we just did a 180-degree angle turn. I feel like it's just, you know, we got to, for listening to this like you know read the bible more pray and actually open your mouth it's almost like it's getting worse and worse you know shooting last week today it really hit me i was a little sad today like wow where are the christians jesus he made disciples you know because he knew that the son of man couldn't do it alone he needed help if all the churches in the entire u.s did a march 
like God was saying, you know, like sort of wedding type thing. Maybe like for a week nonstop or like three days, two days. I think we would cause something. I think something would happen. Maybe they would rethink their decision. If not, we would keep doing it. Maybe a social media hashtag. We believe in true families. If it was five to four, there's a big part of the country that does not agree. I mean, doesn't really agree with it. The thing is now it's gone to the point where it's affecting us, persecuting us now, and it, it will persecute us. Because you love Christ, you shall suffer for Christ. And that's not a verse that you say amen to, you usually say ouch, you know? And, and yes, we will suffer, but I feel like it didn't have to be so soon, so right now, we could have stopped this, you know? Or maybe we could have saved those people. And yes, the wicked will be multiplied, like, you know, the bad will be multiplied. But I feel like, I mean, we could have saved them and we could have saved this and maybe held it to a later time or, you know, cause right now it's just, it's a lot. Everything happens for a reason. All we have to do is just rise and speak about Jesus. And God made you any rose for you, so you rise. One vote made the difference, one, for the entire US. Isn't that crazy? And, and no one, like you can't say every person, every Christian person fasted. If every Christian person fasted, I think that would have been five to four on our side. You know what I mean? But we're not united. And that's that's not that's not good. In Adam and Eve, the first place in which the mastermind, the genius of God, wanted to create the universe and make history was in a matrimony. And I promise that I will love you. two but they became one so god bless you and have an awesome 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 day and don't forget to speak to people about jesus or even if you're too scared you maybe where you're shopping or something say hey jesus loves you well, kathy is really perfecting her craft at this radio thing and really made some powerful points i hope everyone listening to the show will listen to the mouth of this youngster speaking the word of god into your life and the advice that you need enjoy this last selection of inspired playlists by miss kathy and what she had to say so powerfully. Enjoy. God bless y'all.
everybody. Gonna lose some weight on this one, y'all. The revolution will not be televised, but it Three, starts here. Four. Everybody rock side to side. Uh. The feeling that you're feeling is the feeling that's right. Uh. Uh. Put your hands up. Sure Generational curses. Oh. 
We're setting the standard for another generation. We will not tolerate what you said is normal. We will not tolerate what you said we're supposed to just make peace with. No, no, no. No abortion. No
isn't just a melody that's coming straight from the heart. Don't know why, but I, I got a need to tell you. It's been heavy on my heart to tell my friends. Over 200 years ago, they shook off the chains of tyranny from Great Britain by divine call. Citing 27 biblical violations, they wrote the Declaration of Independence with liberty and justice for all. But something happened since Jefferson called the Bible the cornerstone for American liberty, then put it in our schools as a light. Or since give me liberty or give me death, Patrick Henry said, our country was founded on the gospel of Jesus Christ. We eliminated God from the equation of American life, thus eliminating the reason this nation first began. From beyond the grave, I hear the voices of our founding fathers plead, you need God in America again. Of the 55 men who formed the Constitution, 52 were active members of their church. Founding fathers like Noah Webster, who wrote the first dictionary, could literally quote the Bible chapter and verse. 
James Madison said, we've staked our future and our ability to follow the Ten Commandments with all our heart. These men believed you couldn't even call yourself an American if you subvert the Word of God. In his farewell address, Washington said, you can't have national morality apart from religious principle, and it's true. Because right now we have nearly 150,000 kids carrying guns to these war zones we call public schools. In the 40s and 50s, student problems were chewing gum and talking. In the 90s, rape and murder are the trend. The only way this nation can even hope to last this decade is put God in America again. The only hope for America is Jesus. The only hope for our country is Him. If we repent of our ways, Abe Lincoln said the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. So when you eliminate the word of God from the classroom and politics, you eliminate the nation that word protects. America is now number one in teen pregnancy and violent crime, number one in illiteracy, drug use, and divorce. Every day a new holocaust of 5,000 unborn die, while pornography floods our streets like open sewers. America's dead and dying hand is on the threshold of the church, while the spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah vexes us all. When it gets to the point where people would rather come out of the closet than clean it, it's the sign that judgment of God is gonna fall. If there's ever been a time to rise up church, it's now. And as the blood-bought saints of the living God proclaim, that it's time to sound the alarm from the church house to the White House and say, we want God in America again. stand up and proclaim that one nation under God is our demand and send this evil lifestyle back to Satan where it came from and let the Word of God revive our dying land for Jesus Christ is coming back again in all his glory and every eye shall see him on that day that's why a new anointing of God's power is coming on us to boldly tell the world you must be saved because astrology won't save you. Your horoscope won't save you. The Bible says these things are all a farce. If you're born again, you don't need to look to the stars for your answers, because you can look to the very one who made those stars. History tells us time and time again, to live like there's no God makes you a fool. If you want to see kids live right, stop handing out condoms and start handing out the word of God in schools. The only hope for America is Jesus.